It's Tuesday, October 12th. We're here back in the studio, St. Louis, Missouri, talking about superhero stuff. This week, Titans is back. What if season finale and getting in the archive, reaching back in time to 2002, we're going to talk about the OG Spider-Man. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan, back in the studio once again, St. Louis, Missouri. You know him. He's the giggler. Hi there. <clears throat> Andy, how are you? I'm great. How about you, buddy? I'm doing okay. Why don't you just go ahead and give everybody uh, out of the four point scale, give us a rating on that lasagna you just ate. <laughs> 4.5. 4.5? Yes. Oh, broke the scale. It was so good. I'm, I'm going to grab grab a bite on the way out probably too. That's a, that's a Carrie special. That's Great. one that she goes back to that when she tells me she's making lasagna, my first question is always, your lasagna or freezer lasagna? Because I don't know about you. Do you ever get like a Stouffer's? No. What? You never ate those like even in college? No. It's either my mom making it homemade or I, I don't. Do it because I sounds can. like you've had a pretty lush life. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, help! Uh, well, Make me lasagna. That's always my first question. My my hope though is always she's making it because it is it's pretty unbelievable. I'm glad that you got to try it. It was great. No offense, but I when I ate it, I was like, this is a carry creation. You knew, but but you know, based on my cooking skills, I can I can whip I, up. You some can throw stuff. down. You can throw down. I was explaining to you how to make sauce the other day. You seemed pretty impressed. I was. I really was. Your sloppy joes. Trust me. I have a thing where I have, like, I don't like eating food that, like, other people prepared. Like, mm-hmm. That sounds really weird, but, like, in a home, like, restaurants is different. I don't know why. But it's just, like, house. a mental thing. It, it just, like, weirds me out sometimes. But, like, I have no problem eating all of your food. Do you think it's, like, that a... Means you, a like that a, means you're doing a good job. Like a germ thing? Like I don't know. Like, don't, you're like, I don't like other people touching my stuff. I don't know. I think You're like, I know you too well. I know you probably didn't wash your hands. That's not even... Is it. that what it is? I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. It's, like, a thing. <laughs> It's, it's been a thing for a while, you know. Well, uh, I think you've been. I, I knew that you liked it. You you eat our dinners every week. Yes, it's so good. And we had a little salad, little garlic cheese bread. I skipped right over that salad. You did? Yeah. Oh man, you missed out with Caesar eat salad. Okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, how was your week? How is it? Feel good to be back. Uh, what I saw you over the weekend. We're going to talk about during fan mail, so don't spoil it. How was the rest mm-hmm. of your weekend after I saw you? Mm-hmm. It was good, man. Football. I had a nice football Sunday. Uh, obviously watching it the whole time that we were hanging out but yeah just you know <laughs> how, nice who are your t- so you got the Steelers yes how they do and most importantly hockey seasons just started like the puck dropped like five minutes ago so here we are on the NHL season like as we speak are you serious hot news so this is hot this is breaking news yes so this is a Tuesday night we're recording October 12th this is the first night of hockey yes are Blues playing no okay no Penguins are playing that Lightning right now. You got your shirt That's on. That's why I wore this. And your hat. Game day, even. baby. I'm you, so pumped. You could tell how much of a sports I was going to get to it. I was going to get to it. Don't <laughs> worry. But you segued right there. I did. But, I couldn't help it. You know, we get to sports pretty quick. Um, but uh, how, how are the Steelers doing? I segued really quickly to off of the Steelers because I don't. You're like, you don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They won this week, but it's just not a good not a good vibe this year. 
All right, man. Uh, well, welcome back. Good to have you once again. A uh, lot to talk about, plenty on the list. Let's just open it up with a very jam-packed, probably the most jam-packed fan mail we've had in a while. Well, this is my favorite section, so bring it on, baby. All right, here we go. Fan mail. We always feature fans first on this show. It is mostly superheroes, and we love you guys. If you're listening, if you're watching, if you're calling us, we really appreciate you. You can always give us a call at 754-CALL-LOG at 754-225-5564. Save it in the phone. It's mostly superheroes. Shoot us a text. Give us a call. We have a few people to highlight. First of all, from Facebook. We always love to hear from people on Facebook. We're on all the social media. You can find us. This one comes at us from Avery. Avery DM'd us. Yeah, you can slip in our DMs. It's a very quick way to get a topic on the table. She said, I'm a fan. I have a topic. Michael Keaton returning as Batman. I said, why not? Yes, please. Why not talk about this? Uh, and what I do, I immediately Googled Michael Keaton as Batman in the Flash news. And guess what came up? A fresh hot article. It looks like Michael Keaton himself, Mr. Batman. This is for you, Avery. He was just on Stephen Colbert. And he was asked, how did the bat suit fit? And apparently, folks, it fits perfectly. It's like a glove. Zero percent surprised. Did you hear about it this, Andy? It belongs on his body. Oh, they probably pulled it out and they're like, do you think you fit? And he's like, I'm Michael Keaton. I'll fit right in. Yeah, he didn't say I'm Michael Keaton. He'd say, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> what were we just talking about over the weekend about him? Um, somebody said something about Michael Tom Keaton. Holland and him, I think he was saying on the the set of um, Spider Man movie that Homecoming, he kept, he kept saying this Tom Holland like whispering in his ear, "I'm Batman." Yeah, he's just like every once in a while on set because he played the Vulture in Homecoming. Oh my! This guy's ultimate. I love that superhero story. world on both sides of the court. I love it. But yeah, whispering Tom Holland, "I'm Batman," just getting in his head. <laughs> that like <laughs> you think you're Spider Man? I'm Batman. Yeah, we went on a tangent for a little bit there and like started talking about this flash movie with bet with Michael Keaton. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so excited. Like when I finally see him suit up, if he wears even remotely in that same suit, I'm going to get like, it's going to be levels of like end game, like the special feelings. Like, yeah, yeah. The special tingle. Exactly. Talking like Mandalorian season two feelings. Maybe. Talking I would say Avengers end game yeah, yeah. feelings. Yeah. End game, end game was, was number one there. Like that's, that's never going to be beat. Like I still see that now. Well, on TV, and I'll put on that the final battle scene, and it will just affect every time. me like I saw it the first time. That is so true. You see Molinier. Oh, yeah. Just gets me every time. Well, this is going to be hopefully similar, and what I keep getting excited about with this is that, I mean, what we keep forgetting is he's going to be, like, interacting probably in some way with the Batfleck. Like, because they're both in this movie. They're both in the Flash movie, um, but he's going to be in the suit, Andy. He's going to be back, and he also gave a shout-out to another Batman out there in the Bat universe. You guys might be familiar in Lego Batman, Will Arnett voices that Batman. You might know Will Arnett from Arrested Development. He plays Job. He's hilarious. And I think that's him, right? Mm. No, that's a different guy. Will Arnett? Will Arnett. I'm picturing his face. No, that's him. I'm right. That is the guy. He's from like Saturday Night Live, I think. No, that's Will Forte. Yeah, you're right. I knew, as soon as I said that, I always... Yeah, no, Will here. Arnett. That's right. I see it here. Lego Batman. Dude, he has a really good uh, Batman voice. Oh, yeah, that guy. That's him, yeah. From Hot Rod. That's totally the, that, yeah, exactly. Uh, Keaton gave him a shout-out. He was literally like on Colbert. He's like, hey, if you haven't seen this Lego Batman movie, you got to watch it because his voice is so funny. He's like, Will Arnett is like, he said, seriously funny. It, this is a Michael Keaton recommendation. I've never seen the Lego Batmans. I have. They're good. You should watch. Never seen them. Let's, let's throw that on the projector someday. 
I mean, a lot of movies get on the projector, maybe get in the show. But Avery, that's for you. We are so excited. That might be out of all the things that are that are on the horizon, DC and Marvel, what I'm most excited for. Yeah, you talk about the like everything that's on the slate for however long. That one's pretty much up there. You got Michael Keaton as Batman. This came at us from IGN. Um, we got Petey. Oh, here we go. Petey Onito. Uh, that's an article from just yesterday, October 11th. So appreciate the help there from IGN. Big thanks to you, Avery. You guys can reach out to us too, just like that. Get a topic thrown on the table. Next up, folks, we had a little outing. This came at us from The Giggler. And actually, The Giggler, it was from a fan and a friend of yours, Mr. Sam. Sam. Had a great idea. He shared us a Facebook link to a Facebook event, and it was for a MCU trivia at Well Spent Brewing Company. And, man, how fun was this, Andy? Sunday, uh, what, 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock, bring your team, sign up, do some MCU, not Marvel Comics, MCU trivia, very specific, and you texted me about this, and I said, I'm in. Hard yes. Hard yes. How much fun was that? I, I, I would love to do that, like, every Sunday. Every Sunday, that'd be a good little tradition to be, a, I mean, we drank a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's like, a brewery. We drank, uh, we, we win a $25 gift card at the end for this. Oh, man, and, you just spoiled the whole oh, story. Man. I'm sorry. Hey, guys, guess what? We won. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it. My bad. <laughs> I forgot. No, I'm glad. I'm actually, I'm actually really glad you did that because you just speeded us through it. That's yeah. way, much, it's way better just to be like, guess what, guys? We won. Uh, uh, what we had eight of us. We had a, we had definitely had a benefit of like numbers. We had the most yes. people. Well, you can't see. There's about seventy five other teams in the room. You can't see. Yeah. So wink, we got the winkity wink. That's right. We got the picture picture of course up on Facebook, YouTube. Check it out. But this is what our, this is our squad. It was really heartwarming. I'll be totally honest. Like just to see people in real life, IRL as they call that, wearing mostly superheroes on their chests. Showing up, sitting down, and that was our team name, folks. We represented. We we called ourselves mostly superheroes, and um, everybody was a great time. Mikey was there, and uh, and Zach, and Dom, and Sam, uh, and, and all the ladies, and uh, Carrie was there. She came with us. Steph was with us, and uh, it was just a really good time, man. And I cannot believe how well we did. Yes. I mean, what, we missed two questions out of 50? 52 out of 54, I think. 52 out of 54 points total, guys. That's pretty good. Like, we only missed literally, what, two? We're not even going to say what those questions are. No, we should. I only remember one. No, I remember them. All right, so the first one is, and we got to make sure we get it right for the listener now. And listener, this is for you, real time. All right, so MCU, the question was, uh, the first one, we missed two, right? Pepper. Oh, my gosh. What is Pepper Potts' real first name? You got five, four, three, two, one. Say it. Virginia. Virginia. And what we say? Penelope, Penelope or something. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what? Most of the rooms said I know, Penelope. I don't but know they how. probably heard us. Yeah, you're right. We were probably too loud. <laughs> okay, then the second one. They're like, we trust those smart people over there. The second one, we actually got like some points back on one question. Remember uh, the question they yeah, got? Yeah. It was the, I don't uh, think who, we even got that wrong. We didn't. It was who made a billion dollars first? What MCU movie? Yeah, it was Avengers. It was the Avengers. And he had down something else. And I was like, dude. No. It had to be at the Avengers, right? Correct. We Correct. talked about that. Correct. Yeah. So we did really well. The other teams did really well, too. We had a couple that just trailed very close behind us. And. Because of that, I'm glad I put this in my pocket earlier for this exact moment because I told myself I forget. We did win $25 to Well Spent Brewery, and we also won a four-pack of beer. Andy and I are drinking Well Spent. This is a St. Louis brewery. It's in Midtown, so a local. 
uh, and this is called the Black Flame Candle, an American IPA, well spent. Cheers to you, sir. Take a little, oh yeah, I can reach you. Take a little swig. What do you, what's it taste like for I the just listeners? Chugged it all. Did you just kill it? Yeah. And it's a really nice IPA. It's very hoppy. A lot of, lot of flavor. It's, it's very dark. We drank mainly the pills they have on, on, on tap there. It was so good. It was like, delicious. I'm laughing looking at this picture now because this must have been kind of early because <laughs> we put the all, the, all the cups together at once, and it was just covered up half the table. Oh, dude, and you know what? I got to give a shout-out to this guy at the end of the table. Oh, he's, yeah. he's not really in our group, but his name's Kevin, and he <laughs> just was there with his daughter, and they were having a great time, yes. and we talked to him, but he just ended up being in our photo, and I was like, it's going to look like you're part of the squad. I really <laughs> hope that he, like, maybe – he was there with his daughter, right? Yes. With maybe, like, caught our shirts, our name. Maybe he's going to listen to this. Maybe does, so. Well, we'll get him on for, for an interview someday. That would, that'd be so great. If, <laughs> Kevin, if you ever listen, reach out, please. Um, and we did win $25. Obviously, there were two, a lot of us, and we were like, how are we going to do this? I decided pretty quickly. Everyone agreed. Let's give this to a local listener. If you're in St. Louis, Missouri, you want to go to Well Spinet Brewery, we're going we're gonna to give you 25 bucks. We're going to share this with you guys. Maybe we'll come out and join you for a beer if you want. You know, we could do it. Or if you're like, hey, this is more of like a private date situation. We don't really want people to be there. We will not come, but we still want to know when you're going the exact day and time. Yes. And <laughs> no. what table you'll be sitting at. Just let us know. And always wear most of the superhero shirts when you go there so we can spot you out. No, I'm just kidding. You can go whenever you want on your own. 25 bucks. This is a contest we're going to do. Uh, we have a new contest page. That exists on the website, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash contest. It's where you're going to find all of our contests all the time. And you can enter there. You'll fill out a very simple form. Or you can reach out on any of our social media accounts. So we got posts out there. You can simply comment on one. If you find the, uh, uh, if you share it, you're going to get a bonus. It's like all the simple ways of entering a contest. Get your name to us on our social media or at mostlysuperheroes.com. Or I'll tell you what gets you two bonus entries if you call and leave a message at 754-CALL-LOG. Great idea. How about that? I think another like rule we'll throw in there is maybe like mention a friend because this is super hyper local. We want it to be somebody here in the St. Louis area or beyond, you know, slightly beyond that can enjoy it. Well, spent but we'll give this to you. How about that, Andy? I love that idea. You sound good. Yeah. All right, and I'm, congratulations I'm, to you and me for and the crew for winning. Oh, and I didn't even say it, but thanks to Well Spent Brewery for a great time. Yes, we most appreciate importantly, it. Like, please do more things like that. I saw they're doing movie nights and stuff. Like, I, I go back for sure. And they do trivia like Those every right Thursday, movie? I think. Yeah. Throw that in. I think they got Thursday night trivia. Maybe yeah. we go back. I'm, I'm in. All right, man. Moving right along. It was time well spent. It was. Oh, man. I'll give you another. Give you a mini applause for that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> next up, folks, one more piece of fan mail. We told you it was jam-packed today. We have a very special announcement. Someone else decided to give us money, and that's right. It's my dad. <laughs> yeah. Stan. Yes. I follow the Shed Vapes on Instagram, FYI, though. So, so yeah, Andy's, we got the screen here pulled up. My dad's on the screen. He, I, got a, I saw an email today that said, hey, you got a new Patreon patron. I thought, oh, who's this? Oh, it's Stan Jay. It's my dad. He's <laughs> supporting the show. Apparently, he's been watching a lot lately. He said, hey, I know you and your co-host and Carrie are putting in a, all, a lot of work. And he said, I'm gonna, I want to help out the show a little bit. So he decided he was going to give us a Patreon patron once a month. I appreciate you, Dad. And I told him I'd give him a special shout-out because, yes, Andy, he is a small business owner. He's in the e-cig vape world. He has a store called The Shed Vapes. And it's in Saint, it's in, actually in Bonterra, Missouri, where I was born and raised. And it's about an hour south here in St. Louis. If you're local and you're looking for your vape equipment needs, The Shed Vapes, they're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. You can find them all over the internet. 
Uh, and my dad does a great job running the shop. So I had to give him a shout out, say, thank you, dad. I love you, dad. Amazing. Uh, he's a great, he's a great dad. He's always been very, very supportive. Me and the siblings, uh, real great dude. And uh, that's a picture of him there on the squad. So thank you, dad. Love you. I love it. Andy, are more of your family members going to start? I was going to say pressures on or? Wayne H. <laughs> you are you da- listening, Wayne? Dad, we you see Logan's dad's in here. Like, come on. Um, but no, I appreciate it. You know, we got anybody that wants to ever show up and say, "Here's a little money to help you guys get going." I want you to know it is money well spent mm. <clears throat> because it really is. It goes right back into hosting prices, website stuff, equipment upgrades that we got going. Um, it really does go a long way because we're a small and mighty shop, so every cent really does count. We do appreciate you supporting any of your favorite independent podcasts out there. All right, Andy, you ready to move along to talk about some stuff we're watching? Sure. All right, that wasn't very convincing, but we're going to do it. What you watching? What you watching? This is what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're doing. Got a couple things, and we've changed up the format. We're speeding up just a little bit, but still giving you what you need. Andy, you're up first. Tell us about your first title of the day. Okay, so Squid Game. Are you are you watching this at all? Haven't seen it at all. Okay, well you need seen to. the preview. For you it. need to. This takes place in Korea, I believe. And uh, where you watch it? Netflix only. Movie or Netflix TV show? Exclusive. It's a show, forty-five ish minute episodes. Probably, I think there's about ten in this season what's the synopsis um, what's what's going on it's in like game? all these low low people on the totem pole like the people that are having hard hard times criminals etc get pulled together to play these basically games where spoiler alert well squid hold on hold it's on. not even a spoiler give a spoiler free yeah. review first they're games that you just need to win to, to win money basically but it's you're playing it, it's, for money it's a life or death situation. Right, because that. the preview, I mean, we can say this, right? The preview shows like, oh, we're here for this game, and then like a dude gets killed. Okay, and I like, could not remember. No, I'm, no I'll help you that out because preview, that was in you. the public preview. This is like the synopsis. All these people in a thing. You got people running the game. Yep. Someone's dead, and they're like, wait a minute. A guy just died at this game show? What's going on? Yes. Okay. It's just like the biggest show like ever on Netflix, supposedly, right now. Yeah, it's like blowing up. It's all over it's social media. It, it, you just got to be prepared for... D- the dubbing it's it's in a foreign language so you got how did you subtitles choose? or i did subtitles and dubbing so you get english subtitles but it's so weird oh, because with the dubbing this, yeah so you do both yes we always have subtitles on well as I'm soon as psychopath. you told me that i was like oh you're a subtitle yeah, group i always, get that I, I, i've been with people then here and there where we you know they want that and i've tried it myself with certain things dub stuff especially can be very helpful yes i like it and it's yeah so we do the the dub plus the uh, closed captioning, whatever. So it's right. It works. I mean, it's it's just kind of weird because the what they're saying doesn't match the subtitles like seventy five percent of the time. Okay, like okay. It, precisely, it's like a variation of it. Ooh, so that's a that's just you like, almost have to pick one way or the other which one you're committing to, but it's it's fine. Um, it, how it's, many it's still, episodes are there, and how far are you? There is we've watched five. We're about halfway through. There are ten. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And how do you feel so far? I, I love it. I can't wait to go home and watch it. Tonight. Oh, well, there you go. Well, shoot. There's your, and you're exactly. not ready to rate yet, but you're definitely saying five in. You're, you're having a good time. It's a, it's a must watch for sure. Ooh. Yeah. But you got five to go so far. It, I mean, but you're saying this at this five, five out of 10, you're still saying it's must not going to dis- get on. It. It's not going to disappoint. Well, we'll see. You never know. All right. You're enjoying it. Squid game. Netflix came out September 17th. 
Um, is it a weekly release or are there 10 all the way out right now? I'll let you guys know next week for sure because I guarantee I'll be done. Once you finish it, come back and give us a rating. All right, sir. Awesome. And then we and you actually have a shared one today. Big announcement, folks. One of the greatest of all time TV shows is on Netflix. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Seinfeld. I'm going to give it up for that. Glad we can all agree on that. At least me and you. Absolutely legendary. There are people, there are haters out there, though. There are people that don't like this show. Like, like those type of people are the type of people to me that are like, oh, I don't, I also hate rainbows and sunshine <laughs> yeah. and fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, well. This is a show about nothing and man, it is brilliant. I love it. It was on Hulu for a while. Did you watch it on Hulu? No, I have some DVDs though. You got it on DVD. <laughs> yeah. You're a real fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're rewatching it just kind of like, I mean, as we all do, right? You just put it on. Oh, it's Like so, you're cooking dinner, you're so hanging good. out in the, you know, you're just kicking it for a minute. You can put this on at any time. Let it be in the background while you're folding laundry. And you're just going to have fun. You LOL every five minutes or yep. less. It's so good. Like still. <laughs> it, but there is some like crazy, like this was so long ago, like in the nineties, like and there's some things that are just not there. Times are different now. So uh-huh. it makes some of these things seem kind of crazy, but okay. Yeah. Like it's just some of it's outlandish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's probably like a little bit of uh cultural differences just from the timing yeah, and exactly like it's a lot it's a different world we live in andy yeah you know it's like the same 1990s that they were showing you on seinfeld <laughs> i still love it though like this is just like the definition of rewatchable and do you enjoy obviously larry david being a writer on the show with jerry seinfeld do you watch curb your enthusiasm no i don't so that's a hbo show i think they got like 10 or 11 seasons now it's a it's larry david playing larry david uh, but like in a, fi- it's a fictional life of yeah, Larry David. Yeah. Like he has like a fake wife, and it, like people treat him differently than they do probably in real life. But dude, you talk about the same exact writing. There's even a season that like focuses on Seinfeld a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, you might want to put Curb on your list. You know, now that we're talking about Seinfeld, but Seinfeld on Netflix, folks. Uh, we want to hear from you, Seinfeld uh, fans out there. Uh, get excited if you didn't know it was on Netflix. All right, one from me, classic one I had never seen. Andy, believe it or not. Hadn't seen it till four days ago, talking about the 1975 classic Jaws. I uh, wanted to give a little bit of a head nod here to this thing because I loved it. I think this is unbelievable. Like, you watch this thing present day as a person that hasn't really only seen parts of it over my whole life and never sitting down beginning to end. This movie is fantastic. Uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Peter Benchley, music by John Williams. Come on. Starring Rob Schneider. Uh, Scheider, Schweider, Robert Shaw, and Richard Dreyfuss. Um, you can watch it on Netflix, which I think is fantastic. Good along with with along with Jaws two and three, which are next now. Yes, and uh, man, I had so much fun with this. I thought it was so great. The 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 shooting of the like how they shoot the camera work. Um, you talk about the definition of the movie. It looks it looks unbelievable. It looks like so crisp, so clean. You're like, when was this? Seventy five. Um, and the story's a little wacky, you know, of course. I mean, I, I feel like any of the spinoffs that came from this, like Sharknado and stuff, all are from, like, this crazy monster that lurks, right? And Carrie kept saying a couple times, you know, like, just don't get in the water. Because then you'll be all right. But, hey, I finally learned where the movie is, what movie uh, the quote is from. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yep. It's from this movie. <laughs> Learned that in real time. That was fun. Um, but yes. I did enjoy it. I thought it slowed down a little bit. You know, I don't want to get into spoilers or we're not going to break this thing down. I'm literally just saying like toward the end of it, you know, when the three guys, uh, it gets a little slow just for a hot sec, but then it, it picks right back up and then it's suspenseful to the very end. 
Yeah. I mean, the three if, guys. If you know about this movie, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, maybe you're intrigued enough to, to go watch Jaws on Netflix. I thought it'd be fun also to give it a rating. I'll give it a 3.0 because I'll definitely want to watch it again one day. Uh, didn't like blow my mind so hard out of 3.9 or anything. Something that I just want to put on again, enjoy. Um, and I'm definitely excited for the sequels. Um, and I thought it'd be fun in 1975 to share that it had a $9 million budget and it made $472 million. Wow. Pretty good. That's impressive. Yeah, this was a phenomenon. This was Spielberg, John Williams. Um, have you seen it? How often have you seen it? Do you love it? I haven't seen it recently. Or do you hate it? I saw it all the time, like growing up. So it's probably been a decade since I've seen the full thing. And I might give it, you've, you've convinced me to do a, a rewatch. It's a nice time of year too. Uh, you know, it's like somewhat spooky because it's just like a suspenseful movie. Yeah. So it's kind of like the same, like, you know, you got a bad thing going after like a, you know, a girl swimming, like very horror movie-esque. I saw somebody tweet the other day, like debating if Jaws is a horror movie. And I was like, okay. Interesting. Count it, count me in. Uh, well, uh, here's your proof. When the pudding, we're watching yeah. it. <laughs> Spooktober. Right. Spooktober, baby. Jaws, it's on Netflix. Uh, sequels are there too. Go check it out, listeners. If you like it, if you love it, if you hate it, anything in between, let us know at mostlysuperheroes.com. It's time. Time to get into superhero stuff, Andy. You ready? Shush. Is that the news? <laughs> what was that? That was me igniting the flame. <laughs> I was like, was that a gun? I thought you were like, Ch-ch-. I don't know. I'm not really sure what those sounds Either are. way, it's going to end up being, being a sound bite. Hope you know. <laughs> um, here we are in the DC universe, yep. folks. We've got two titles to talk about first uh, before we get to our break. And then we got a big feature for you today. Spider-Man. The OG Spider-Man, I call it. 2002 can't wait first up dc hbo max season three of titans episode 11 the call is coming from inside the house spoiler alert right now for the episode came in at 48 minutes straight from hbo max the description reads while crane sets his ultimate sights on nightwing gar and rachel investigate red hood's place of rebirth donna and tim reconnect in the real world and Corey learns the truth about her past Holy cow, this show is crazy. It's wild. We're in the final three episodes. It's confusing as hell, but I can't wait to talk about the story and see where we are, Andy. We're going to do our best. I worked this in today during my lunch break, and I was it was my second time watching it, and it still just feels a little choppy to where, like, why am I not connecting uh, – with some of these characters enough? Like, why do the, some of these scenes feel a little off the wall? But overall, I understand the bulk of what's happening from the top level down, and we do have a very big ending to talk about in this one. Mm. Like, we got some, like, there's, like, the big things at the end are big things. With that said, let's break it wide open. Give me your gut check, though, first. How did this episode feel? What was the last one? Season 3, episode 10. That title was Souls. Was it? No, it was the one after that. Shit, they come back. Troubled Water. Yep, good call. Um, coming off of that one, going into this one, how'd this episode go for you overall? Yeah, I now I see, I think I know exactly what like the show's problem is. They're just, there's so many different like storylines, and right now I don't know, are they connecting or what? Or what, is it just separate? And like we're running out of time to like figure out what's really happening. I just don't know what's going to, like we have two left, right? Yeah, exactly. But like we got two left. This episode just- ramped up towards the end to where I'm, I'm, like I think this is the incident that is going to kind of set everything off to where the next two episodes are going to be like, there's no room for filler. It's going to be just probably nonstop relentless action. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope I you're think. right. 
I, it, I mean, it's going to be make or break for sure. Cause we all started like this season started off so hot and maybe fizzles off a little bit yep. here and there, but yep. I still have hope. All right. Fair enough. Fair share. I appreciate that. Uh, and I feel the same way as you. I think there's a lot going on. And let's just try to break it down and see if we can clear it up for everybody. Let's go by the characters. I think it's the best way to do it. Um, this episode does open up with Jonathan Crane. If you remember, the last episode end, ended with him in Bruce Wayne's house. He's like, welcome to Crane Manor. Love it. And uh, he's basically enjoying the place. He's Shaving his beard. Shaving his beard, using the perfumes and colognes and wearing his clothes. Just hanging out in the Batcave, looking at treasures and goodies, finds it, his old mask, reminisces a little bit, and then listens to some audio tape of Bruce Wayne basically calling him a lunatic and a loser and probably one of the worst villains of all. <laughs> Dude, that that was like, could you imagine just your, your worst enemy just saying <laughs> just, just, everything about you, like all of your worst traits, like you just having to hear that? Yeah, it's like you and me picking our biggest enemy right now and just like having it out on these microphones and then so, them sitting there. And just li- he's just listening to it, and he's laughing at first, but then he very quickly is like, "F this guy!" Like I'm really upset. Like I'm not, you know, he he wants to prove Bruce Wayne wrong. What does he do? He runs upstairs. He wakes up Jason Todd out of bed. He basically takes all of that frustration and he dumps it on Red Hood. Is essentially what he does. He's like, "Get out of bed. You're gonna go out and terrorize the city. We're gonna kill the Titans. I want to go after uh, Nightwing." And we find this out how. He convinces Jason Todd to hop on his phone, do a video to the city. And where do we see the video coming from? He's in the Batcave. Who's watching the video? Dick and Connor. So Superboy and Nightwing, they're at that bunker from the last episode. Um, And they see this video of Red Hood saying, hey, enough's enough. No more messing around, Nightwing. I'm coming for you. That's how the episode kicks off. Right, Andy? First, First five minutes. Yeah, you got it. Um, so right away, Dick's like, I'm going to deal with this. He's going to figure it out. That's kind of like most of the episode is him navigating and talking to everyone, just figuring out, is he going to take the bait and go after Red Hood or not? He's dealing with that the whole episode. Uh, and, uh, let's go through some of the characters before we get to, like, I'm starting off with the big ones, right? Let's back off to some of the other ones. Starfire. Starfire's got this wild episode. I don't even know what is happening. Thank you. Because... I'm feeling like an idiot. I'm like, do I need to go back and rewatch episodes? I'm also learning my lesson. I feel like, listen, when we talk about season four in 2022, if we do, which I'm sure we will, we might have to binge this thing. Mm -hmm. I think this might be a binge show. Like breaking, like every episode, I'm like, I'm just, but then again, what if? Can't wait. What if? Can't wait. But anyway, I don't want to get off a tangent about how we feel about it yet. I'm just frustrated with like some of the, the, the choppiness. But all right, so Starfire. What do you think happens, Andy? And we'll piece it together. Uh, she ends up back at that store where she like drove to under her hypnosis. There's that a one baby episode. that she saw in one of her visions. She sees a baby. Well, there's a mom at the store trying to buy medicine, and she like gets a vision of her as a baby, essentially. Yeah, like right. Car. Yeah. Her name's Carly. I don't remember. Hold on, Corey. Oh, Corey. okay. My bad. I thought you were talking about the no. The, I don't know. I don't the know the name. lady in the, the store, the b- baby lady <laughs> that couldn't get her medicine. Yeah, and she's while Corey's talking to this chick, she has a vision of herself as a young child. What does she learn? She learns that she was born with no powers, right? Mm-hmm. And then she learns that okay, her sister was born a few years later, and her sister is born with powers, but they've already decided that Corey's going to be the next queen. 
So now there's a conflict of how the Tamaranians do their politics. So what do they decide to do? We'll give the younger sister's powers to Corey. And they do a transfer. And this is the big secret, right? This is a this is the big secret that like tore apart her family. This is what set her sister on a path of destruction and revenge. Yikes. This is what set her parents out that decided. You remember how bad it got, though? It got worse than that. After Corey left Tamaria or whatever it's called, they tried to, like, kill their daughter. It got, like, even nastier. Yeah. This is, like, a vicious species that, like, kills their own family. Yeah, her sister killed their... Their Her parents. Yeah, yeah. Because they came after her first. Yeah. As we learned in, like, episode eight or something. Blackfire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... What happens next? This lady with the baby is about to get robbed, and Corey has some kind of powers pretty much activate on her own. This blue shield comes out of her, and it hits this guy, and the lady, the baby lady takes Corey back to her house, and they talk more. She just got her powers back. Who is this lady? I don't know. Like, I was watching it the second time going, who is this? Like, why are they hanging out? She, I think she just had a vision. And then she's just helping her. They're just helping each other, basically. So she basically has powers back, but we don't know how. We don't know what kind, right? Like, we just know that they're kind of, like, blue. It seems like maybe they can, like, suck powers, maybe. Like, that's her power, maybe, is sucking powers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, whenever they were in the church in the last episode in Troubled Water, that's what happened, right? Her powers, like, went back to her sister where they, like, belonged. Yeah, but we didn't see her at all in this whole episode. Not right? at all. Okay. Not once. I don't think. No. All right. Let's move around. Move on. That's all. Anything else with Corey? No. That's pretty much it. No, that's the. She's like. I'm sorry. That's the worst storyline. I just. Well, yeah, dude. Obviously, did you the hear last me? Like two seasons is just it? the last two seasons of of that has just been not really that interesting. I know the the point of the show is to build up other characters, but yeah, but still, obviously, it's like there's like it's a lot. Yeah. Um. All right. Talk about Gar. And Raven, Raven's back, Gar and her teamed up, and they're going to look at some place, I forget where they go, but some office building. They're going on an adventure to like see if they can find, and they do find, a Lazarus pit. Just get right to it. There's no need to beat around the bush. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, she, they saw it in like a book in Bruce's house or something like that. Oh, That's thanks. They said. That's what I'm missing. Yeah. They, yeah. they saw it at Wayne Manor, and they're like, this. they put them on this path. Yeah. Okay, but cool. They find it at the very end, but we'll... We'll, we'll go back to that part. Go ahead. Oh, yes. We'll go back. We're going to end up back there. Um, next up, we have Donna Choi. She meets up with Tim Drake in real life. He escaped, like, hey. escaped the hospital. <laughs> he escaped the hospital. She beat her, beat her grandma, and now she's here in Gotham. Beat her grandma. And now they're like, hey, ghost friends in real life, friends. This is cool. Uh, let's do our own thing. He's like, here, let's go back to my house where his parents are, the restaurant. And his parents are like, where have you been? They have no idea that he's died. He's like, uh, I'm a little different now, but I'll be okay. And then what do we learn? First of all, we learned in the first 10 minutes, all of the internet and the phones are down in the city. Did, Every, didn't we think that his dad was dead for some reason? I thought his dad was dead too. I, don't know I thought it was like he killed from. my dad. I thought he said like he killed like. I thought he was at that um, he just got restaurant shot when he got shot up but maybe not. He was. Where did we pull that from? Or did he just recover? He just recovered. He got shot in the stomach and he was fine. They didn't seem very worried that he's been gone. They're like, where you been? And they just (laughs) started started talking. But then we learn, because the internet's down, the phones are down, he has an underground bunker where he's been like training to be a Robin one day. 
this was awesome. It was like, pretty. This is is this the studio? Yeah, it kind of looked like Someday. it was like a fancier version of the studio. Donna's like, hell yeah, let's do it. She convinces the parents to help them. And then while they're hanging out there, the police come. They're like trying to find the Titans, essentially. Um, and this is going to be like some kind of like safe haven for them now. It's like Tim's bunker. This is how yeah. this is how Tim's going to like earn his way into the Titans. Yep. Right? He's got to. Okay, anything else with Donna we'll and Tim? See, I bet we'll see him in a suit of some kind by the end of the season. For sure, or at least like a mask, like a tease, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else with those two? No. Um, Connor, he's back at the bunker hanging out, like where him and Dick were hanging out, and then Dick does decide that he's going to go face off against Red Hood. And he decides he's going to do it himself. He's not going to bring anybody with him. Why? Why? Ego? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna like this is the punk kid Robin that came in after me. That's always like they've always butted heads. Now he's like a full on bad guy. He's killed members of the Titans. He's like I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna I'm gonna end him. I'm gonna end him. This is essentially what he's gonna do. And we get a pretty solid fight scene here. Oh, didn't really talk about Jonathan Crane before we get to the big ending. Jonathan Crane is having his own inner demons back at uh the call the manor. And he kidnaps a pizza delivery guy, and he ties him to a table, and he's like, I'm going to kill you. But then he can't, like, work up the guts to do it. Like, he's got, like, too much self-esteem issues. But then he gets over it, cuts up his own face into a mess, and then he guts the guy. And he guts the guy. He's dead. He kills the pizza guy. So he's got, like, his, he's got his, like, kill back. And he, go ahead. He complained about the pizza being $25. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, and he goes, he goes. Come on. He's like, he's like, look at my place. Yeah. Just enjoying it. Um, also, the pizza man just walked in the house. Like, there's no way that would ever happen. And how and how wrong were we about this episode? Remember when we said we were like, you were like, Bruce Wayne's calling from inside the house. I said that the Justice League might show up. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, hey, they took over Batman's hey, house. You saw how many beers were on that table. We were. <laughs> they took over Batman's house. Yeah. I thought I thought it was going. It's still going to go down, though. I think it is. Like now, Red Hood has taken a video from the Batcave and sent it out to all the public. Um, so let's get back right to it. And any other, we're not missing anything else, right? That's all the Titans. Um, all right, to the main event: Nightwing versus Red Hood. Here we go. Big fight in the parking lot. Pretty good. I like it. I mean, he basically. I mean, it's a pretty even fight. Dick does get the upper hand most of the time, as he should, in my opinion, and he is like using his electric sticks to like electrocute Jason. Um, Jason can't quite use his guns. And then it finally comes down to a moment where Jason Todd is on the ground, red hood. Dick has the gun pointed at him, decides I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to kill him. And I thought, you knew oh. that. I knew that would happen. I didn't. I was really, glad. I, well, Dick, I thought Dick might just go over the edge, but he's been on a journey toward the light for the last couple of seasons. So I feel like you're right. We should have known that he'd be like, well, what happens? A crowd of people show up, and they're like, we're pro Red Hood. We don't like the Nightwing. And this guy literally shoots Nightwing, hits him in the suit, and Nightwing goes back. He's like, hey, don't shoot me. I'm good. I'm a hero. And Red Hood gets up, and Nightwing's like, oh, I got to go back here and fight. And what's he do? He starts walking away, and the guy says, no, I am going to shoot you. Bomb, boom, boom, right through the neck. And then what, Andy, Red Hood runs off. They flip over him on his back while he's bleeding from the neck. What do they do? They're beating the hell out of him, kicking him to death. Why are they doing this? Well, besides 
being maniacs and drunk on hallucinogen water. Yeah, I guess that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What'd you think about this? What'd you think about this fight scene? It was and how uncomfortable. It went down? What'd you think when he got shot through the neck? I love the fight scene, but yeah, it was uncomfortable. Like I, I mean, he's dead, right? I mean, well, here's the thing: what happens at the very end? Now? Exactly. All right, so he's getting the shit kicked out of him. He's bleeding from the neck. Raven and Gar are at the other Lazarus pit, a different one, a different Lazarus pit. Right? It's not. It's not Arkham, is it? I don't think so. And something starts to happen, like the water starts moving, and then Raven goes into full-on, here comes black shit out of my body, I'm going to scream. Freak out mode, yeah. And we and she goes, something's happening to Dick. That's it. Exactly. All right, that's the episode. All right, let's get into it. What we miss, and uh, where's it going? And how's it doing? It's, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess he's dead, and they're going to throw him in the Lazarus pit. and. He's he's gonna have a real test of that dark versus light side that you just talked about, because obviously we saw what it brought to to Jason. He he still we had times where we thought he was was coming coming to the light side, but just never clearly would. Clearly not. So uh, yeah, but that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, are you, they gonna go down this road now with Dick to where he's gonna have to like fight for his soul? Do you think he's gonna be on? Do you think he's gonna be on the other side of the life train again and like go save Hank or something, or like see Hank? Like, is he gonna be dead now too? No. We called a lot of this, by the way, early season, like Titans dying. Yeah, good, good. But he's not dead, dead yet. Yeah, there's no way he's not gonna. He's not dying regardless. But if he does, Donna Choi's coming in to take over. Oh yeah, she. I mean, we were talking about her becoming a leader or whatever, but she definitely is like. That's what Grandma Wonder Woman said. Yeah, she was taking over like in the house with the family but like she's like wonder woman and they're just yeah average human so whatever yeah yeah for sure um i don't even know man this, this show i'm just at a loss <laughs> i know like cause i, I want to love i want to love it I, yeah exactly i want to love it and i'll even say this in the last 10 minutes i thought all right um you still got me because i'm like you just put a bullet in nightwing's neck i love this character and i want to see like what all these guys can do but like frankly the show the last couple episodes were just a little boring but I'm excited with the new episodes in two days. So that's that means doing something right. Yeah. Doing something right. If it's two days away and I'm pumped up. Like you're it. pumped up. You're yeah. feeling good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll keep a pulse on it. Anything else on this one before we wrap it up? Me neither. That's all I got. Season three, episode 11. The call is coming from inside the house. What call? I don't know. What call? That, that too. Like usually it's pretty obvious. Like, I mean, they call like J- Jason Todd called from within the back cave, like to the world. But like, that was not a good use of the, like, that's what I was saying. The calls coming from inside the house implies that like somebody is in the same house as you up to no good. There was like none of that going on. But anyway, I digress. This is it. HBO max Titans two to go. We're going to talk about it. We're going to wrap it up. And it's all found at the DCU library, of course, mostly superheroes.com forward slash DCU. All the DC reviews, connections, everything there waiting for you. Go check it out. That baby's growing. Yeah, more and more. I mean, basically because of Titans <laughs> doing these one at a time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know how we talked about Doom Patrol? And I think that's what we should do. We should do a mid-season finale and then wrap it up at the end. Let's talk about the first five. They're already at mid-season now, so. Well, I'm waiting until it's done. I know. I've decided. Okay. Because the first three episodes went a little slow, and I thought, you know what? 
<laughs> I'm going to not do what I'm doing on Titans right now. I'm just going to wait a little while and then we'll catch up. That's fair. That's me personally. Um, all right. Let's switch it up before we get to the break. One more title for you folks here in the MCU. Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are on the season finale, season one of the first show that is animated in the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's called What If? The Watcher comes in. He tells you about all these new realities that exist, different versions of your favorite MCU characters, living living different versions of their lives. And this is the big climax, folks. In the last episode, episode eight, What If Ultron won? I'll tell you the answer to that question. Episode nine, what if the Watcher broke his oath? So you want to know what goes down when Ultron wins, gets his body, and gets a hold of every Infinity Stone? Spoiler alert right now for the episode. Episode nine, this epic conclusion, a mini Avengers event. Holy shit, the best finale you could have hoped for when we first heard about this show two years ago. No idea what to expect. When Kevin Feige was up on that stage at Comic-Con San Diego, like 2019 or 18, saying what if, and I'm going, what would that be like? This it blew my mind. It went totally different route. It got so big, so multiversal huge. I absolutely loved the big series finale. Andy, I can't wait to hear about it. I'm going to give it up for it real quick. Well-deserved. Got to nerd out a little bit, man. It's pretty awesome. Tell me what you thought of this. <sighs> These last two. Like you just called this like an Avengers level event. Like that's exactly what it was. Like if we saw this in live action, it would be so cool. Oh my gosh. But like it also was so great how exactly how it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Looked great. Sounded great. Like it feels more than a cartoon. No, I didn't at first. The first few episodes I was like getting getting used to it. I think I don't know. It just this this Ultron just just killed it. They knocked it out of the park. What a like when he was on screen, I just kind of like, even though it was like not live action, I just, I, I kind of felt like it was, you could feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the stakes, the stakes were high. Let's get into it. Episode eight ends, right? Spoiler alert. We already gave it. The watcher has decided he cannot defeat Ultron himself. Ultron's too powerful. He has all six infinity stones. He's figured out about the multiverse and he's on the hunt to kill the watcher. Watcher goes and gets, at the end of the episode, Dr. Stephen Strange, this uh, Strange Supreme the episode, the, from episode four, I think. And in this episode, it picks right back up. Time to scoop up all the heroes that you've met this season. That's right, Star-Lord T'Challa. He's facing off on, another, er, on his Earth, about to save the day from Ego. You know, all the cliffhangers get a little bit of a payoff. Did you notice that? Dairy Queen. You get the Dairy Queen. It's back. Uh, Chris... Pratt, it's not Chris Pratt. Uh, Peter Quill is there. He's not, he's not, he's not Star Lord. T'Challa is, but he saves him, blows up ego. Watcher comes in, says, T'Challa, Star Lord, you've been chosen. Goes and gets Peggy Carter from the first episode. He already picked up Stephen Strange, the dark, uh, Supreme, strange supreme. He gets the Thor from the Thor party world. Thor's back there fighting off Ultron droids from that season finale. And he picks up Black Widow. Because they go to the world where the Black Widow and Clint uh, were from, with where the Ultron came from, essentially. Yep. Um, who else they get in there? There's one more. Killmonger from Tony Stark. Yeah, when Killmonger killed Tony Stark, tricked his way into Wakanda, you come back, what's happened? Pepper Potts and Siri? Uh, Shiri. 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 Uh, T'Challa's sister. 
they are on the hunt for Killmonger. They're about to like get him essentially. Which I mean, I think whenever he gets sent back, you know, he'd probably be taken away. But we'll talk about what happens in the end. Yeah. Um, he's assembled an army. He's assembled a team, really. And the Watcher brings them all to a bar out of time, like a pub. And the pub is the pub from Captain America: The First Avenger. If you could tell, there's a picture of Steve in there. They like built this, like it looks exactly the same as the movie. It's awesome, and it, it's very straightforward and to the point. The Watcher says, "Listen, I've pulled you all from your own multiverses," and they're like, "Oh, the multiverse is real," and we have to face off against a villain that has all the Infinity Stones, Ultron, and he has the power to destroy all your realities. And we're gonna go do it. And he gives them the name, the Guardians of the Multiverse. What do you think of that? So dope. Do we forget Gamora? Oh, of course. And the star of the, and I think that's why I forgot, the star of the episode, the first time we get her, maybe the coolest scene of the movie. And that's one that we have not seen prior. Hadn't seen her at all yet. And where do we find her? On her world. Guess where she was? She was an escapee of Sakaar. So she was on Sakaar for a while. She escapes. She takes down Thanos with what looks like the help of who? Tony Stark. Tony Stark that's, is there in a space junker Iron Man suit. That episode is coming in season two, FYI. How do you know that? I, I saw it on Twitter. I don't. I, unfortunately, I don't remember the source. It's got to be I've real. I've seen people talking about it a lot. Like I asked because I'm excited. Yeah, I like, love it. Maybe the best part of the episode, right? Like you've got this Iron Man and this Gamora. What are they doing? They're melting down the Infinity Gauntlet. And she's got the full Thanos uh, armor on. She's got the Thanos sword. And Tony's there like, hey, I've been thinking. We need to put a armor around the world an armor around the universe actually <laughs> and i'm just going oh my god this guy's about to do it again i know, I know. <laughs> and the watcher's like not you stark not you <laughs> gamora you're with me so yes gamora comes and she's definitely key in in, in helping destroy uh this ultron so they, they we come in and for, there's no messing around the, the, i mean 80 percent of the episode is the fight scene and of epic proportions i'd say uh, just to do some big stuff here. You got Doctor Strange Supreme basically doing a protective spell on all of them. So, like, they're all, like, they can all take ma- massive blows. And Ultron comes in, and he's like, you guys are usually a lot easier to kill. Yeah. Um, But he's still trying to do it. He's got all the Infinity Stones. I think part of what makes it feel real are those sounds. You got to really get up for the audio I 100% team. agree. Like that the- sound is, I, wanted, I rewound it today earlier because I was like, I want to that sound when they have all the stones activate right it's like like you can just feel it they're like vibrate you gotta get that as a as a sound like get yeah. some of these going okay i like, like it. when we have good ideas then we just power up we use uh-huh. the infinity stones to power up because it sounded sounded just like the movie you know just like when thanos does it um and there it's an epic fight scene of like you know you get uh strange supreme doing his full-on thing letting his monsters out of him dragons flying Dra- everywhere dragons flying and snakes like snakes that come up and grab ultron and like shrink him down and uh thor bringing all the lightning um um thor's hammer being like multiplied by doctor strange into like 50 hammers oh my god that, that was, was amazing <laughs> yeah there's just 50 hammers in the sky and they're all just getting them god um they're just trying to separate the stones from them really is the goal at the end of the day um they make it happen at one point they get the soul stone from him so they get that for a minute sticky fingers oh sticky fingers yeah that was uh that was to taller store lord yeah yeah and this will be this is chadwick boseman this will be the last time folks um he did a great job again of course um Peggy Carter doing her thing. She's got the real shield. You see the uh, Black Widow at one point has the Red Guardian shield. And I don't know if you saw this, but when the blast was happening and the spell was starting to wear down, the Vibranium shield 
fine. That Red Guardian just it just crumbles. Yes, it just crumbles. It's like you know that's uh, that's that's steel or aluminum or whatever. That's fair. Um, you get so, the Black Widow with the we're gonna get it soon, but she has the secret weapon on hand. Go ahead, Zombie Scarlet Witch. Oh yeah, the Watcher like at the last minute, like he decides to bring in the zombies, and Thor's like, "Oh, zombies, good idea." And he's like, "No, it's what I brought with them." Yep, Scarlet Witch doing her thing. Doesn't really do that great, honestly. She's like, "Oh boy, you're pretty." Powerful. Yeah. They basically just use all of their powers together just to hold him down and get the uh stones right off of his chest. Yeah, what's that thing? The stone so, crusher? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, This destroys the stones. I was like, This has gotta be straight out of the comics. Like they just bring this like basically like a pasta maker looking thing <laughs> and grind yeah. up the they yeah, they hold him down. It's very much like when the Avengers held down Thanos. You know, it takes every single bit of them to hold this guy yeah. down and keep the spell down. Uh, they're all blasting him, and the grinder doesn't work on the stones because they're from a different universe. First time that, like, that's mattered. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool seeing two time stones because <laughs> Doctor Strange had his time stone, and he used it during the fight. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was kind of cool that there were, like, two in the same place. Um, really getting to the end, I don't want to, like, miss some of the, you know, the epic fight scenes. Is there anything, any other giant big parts that you really wanted to call out? Um... I think like it's pretty pretty straightforward, but like it's kind of hard to explain because it it's just, just it's just like cosmically epic. Yeah, it was just like you just have to see it to believe it. Like, you do. I watched it three times. It's just it was beautiful. Like the last episode was was so cool. Oh like God. the 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 art was just un- unreal. Like this this scene right here. Like I would get that poster, print, print that out, and put that in a poster. Get in, in my the house. studio. <laughs> uh, you're so right, man. Epic proportions. Looks amazing. Well, it comes down to the end. Here here we go. Okay, we figure out exactly how we're going to take these stones away. How? Well, like I said, Natasha Romanoff has the secret weapon, the arrow from the last episode, and her and Peggy Carter essentially take down Ultron. Peggy Carter jumps on his back, pulls the face shield up as the arrow is shot. Really nice moment. She says, this is for you, Clint, and goes into his eye, and Dr. Zola is back. Again. Again, takes over. The stones come out, and what do you know? You knew it, Killmonger playing his same old game. All right, they get the stones all the way out. Ultron is defeated. He's totally dead. They have done it, but Killmonger decides, I'm going to keep the stones for myself. How am I going to do this? I've rigged an Ultron helmet for me to use his armor now. He gets all the armor on him. He gets the stones, and the uh, guardians of the multiverse are all like, Jesus, this guy just turned on us, and he's going to kill us until Zola stands up. In the Ultron body, he's got the Zola face on his chest. Apparently, this is straight out of the comics. And I, he, I guessed that, too. I was like, what is, what's happening? And he goes, hello. Da, da. <laughs> I'm here. I'm alive. And he's like, he goes, that's actually my armor. That belongs to me. And he brings all the armor off of Killmonger, and he gets the stones suspended in midair. And they're both reaching for it, and the energy's just going. It's ex- exploding. It's going exponentially. What does Doctor Strange do within a moment? He shrinks him, or was this the Watcher combination of was it the Watcher, or was it Strange? I think it was Strange. Strange I brings think, yeah. them down into basically like a prison, prison like he was in, and yeah. freezes them kind of in time, like a pocket dimension, or like something. a pocket dimension. And he's like, "I got him." And the Watcher says, "You're gonna have to watch him." And he goes, "I will." <laughs> And I guess that's just it. He's just going to be in his own little prison watching this. So um, probably a story for another day, right? 
Like, oh, yeah. you got this Killmonger and this Ultron with Zola's body in it fighting over the stones. Well, they're just in a prison, so, like, they'll come back at some point. Yeah, I think so. I don't know, though. I mean, I think they want to have all these stories going forward, but there could well, be. Well, yeah, but I feel like there's a lot of continuity. Like you just said, we're going to get this Iron Man episode probably. Like, if there's, it's like it's just like they do with everything, right? You see, you met, you know, Spider-Man in Civil War, but look at everything now. You know, you yeah. Wanda. Got WandaVision. You know, like, that's how they do it. They just trickle it in. Okay, well, this will be an episode maybe one day. Who knows? There could be full-on spinoffs of what-if shows. Infinite. That's, I mean, we talked about Infinite. putting all the money into to their animation, their studio. animation studio. So, yeah, that I mean, that's very likely. Um, let's get into the fun stuff here at the end. Like, some big, fun endings. You get the Watcher basically saying, kudos, team. You've done it. You beat Ultron, and here's the kind of weird part. You're going to go back to your reality. No one's going to know that you did this. It's going to be like you get dropped right back in, right? So Thor goes back. Uh, everybody goes back, essentially, except for, obviously, Killmonger's in prison. Um, Peggy Carter, she asks if she can kind of do what Steve did in Endgame, right? She's like, can I have my happy ending? But he basically tells her no. He's like, your world needs you. Like, you need to be there. Um, so she, go, I mean, she, she goes back. Um, meets up with her widow, and I mean, it's I, they did an end credit scene, but like it was, it was, it was fine. You remember? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Could, we'll, I mean, we'll save it. Uh, bla- uh, we get Black Widow from the Earth with no people. She's like, I'm not going. I'm not going back to that Earth because there's no one there. Yeah. And he's like, Okay. So where's the sender to the Earth where the Avengers all got killed except for Captain America and Captain Marvel? And she gets to show up and just fight with him. How cool was that? I enjoyed that very much. Oh, because I didn't. It didn't hit me till after. I was like, "Oh wait, that's the one that she went to." That's yes, that where perfect sense. where Hank Pym Pym killed all the Avengers. Because yeah, even Nick Fury's like, "What?" I thought <laughs> he's like, "He's like, I have a feeling that you're okay," <laughs> or something like that. Because in my head, I was like, "Wait, is that the the movie universe?" Because she's just died, and then I was like, "That doesn't make sense." No, but I want to. This is where I want to get into like big picture thinking and stuff. Is like. Again, this is all the MCU, you know? Um, all right, so the end credit scene. Anything else in the episode? I don't think so. We crushed it again. Oh, well, that one's an easy one because it was so much fun. Very easy to remember what happened because I've already seen it three times. Um, end credit scene, Peggy Carter, Black Widow, basically uh, like a version of the Winter Soldier where, you know, you got Peggy instead of Cap. It's awesome. Like You get the same ship where she fights off against the uh, the French guy. That's like a really good fighter. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway. Um, Barlow oh, or? Oh, Batrock the Leaper. Batrock the Leaper. That's yeah. right. Yep. That's, that's right. Uh, what's that guy's name? I think it was actually him, the voice, too. Yeah, it, it was. Great. It was a. Uh... It doesn't matter. It's fine. He's in there. It's pretty cool. Uh, Pe- Scarlett Johansson or, you know, Black Widow. Natasha says, you're going to want to see this. Takes her back to a shipping container. This is like a Hydra ship. What's in there? Oh. What, uh, what do they call it? Oh, the Hydra, Hydra Stomper. Hydra Stomper. Stomper, not the Hulk Buster, but the Hydra Stomper. And she's like, guess who's in it or something like that. And I guess little Steve's going to be in there. I guess. Or big Steve. You never know. Yeah, mate, that'd be cool. Like, has he just been like suspended animation or something for a while? Like, what's? I have no clue, but I bet we'll find out next season. I think you're right. We're going to get more little Steve. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, before we talk about, like, not predictions, little but just Steve. big thought, I'm just going to give it up for the series. Real quick. Exactly. Trajectory just like 
Yeah, it wasn't like a bell curve, like kind of like we're dealing with with Titans or like a P or just a, a straight down. <laughs> it went straight up into the sky, into the multiverse. And man, I just feel like I know it's animated, but I mean, they, they've said it before. This is canon. And I think it's so cool. They've told these stories in this way. What it means for the future, I don't really know. But I really enjoyed it. And I can't wait to see how season two plays a role. Um, I think I would have liked for a little bit more direct, like, you know, a glimpse into like another movie or like maybe with Spider-Man No Way Home or Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, we get like a glimpse into like another world that like is like animated for a minute. Like you just like see it for a minute. You know, there could be something like that. But either way, I hope it connects. But I can't wait for season two. Hopefully, you know, maybe we can plan on this next year at some point. What if so much fun? Andy, tell me about you. I think we should rate this series overall. We were doing them one at a time. I know. I think we've like let off on that because it was just, it got a little, little weird doing like each episode, but we should definitely rate the series. I'm going to go with 3.3. And I'm going to go with 3.35. Copier. Oh, wait. Nope. You're different. Yeah, just a little. Well, I was like, I like it a little bit more. I think just yeah. a little bit. Uh, but what what do you think about this thing? Obviously, you felt good about it. Yeah, I loved it. I'm like this out of everything so far, though. This is probably the most rewatchable to me. Um, like I didn't this give episode? it the best rating. No, no, I mean the show out of the shows so far. Sorry. Yeah, the shows. I'd call this the most rewatchable. Like, I feel like I could go watch, pick and choose a few episodes. Like, there's some I'd I just skip to be honest. Yeah. Um, but like these last two impressed me so much to mm-hmm. where. I'd watch him just for the Ultron because that was just unreal. Not James Spader. You think we could see it in, I mean, we could see that in like the multiverse in real life, some MCU live action. You never know. Yeah. I mean, that's what the whole point of all that's this, what, right? Is right. Multiverse is like anything's possible. Yeah. I've seen people like speculate, oh, we're going to see some of these characters in like the Doctor Strange movies because well, that'll be a multiverse. And I could see that for sure. Yeah. Why not? Man, I want to see, and we've, what do we heard too, right? We've heard that certain versions of these characters, certain characters in the show could be live action one day. Yeah. I mean, you're totally spot on. Like there's no, there's, there's infinite ways that these guys could pop in to a show or a movie that you see in the future. It's just a question of like, how do you do that? Right. Cause you gotta like, you gotta do, you gotta tell that the right way, but I mean, I'm sure they will. Yeah. There'll be a lot of people that are like, I don't know who the heck that is, but I guess in the end, does it really matter? Yeah. It's a new character to them. So they'll enjoy it still probably. All right, man. Anything else on what if? Pretty good, huh? I, I I concur. I can't wait for season two. I just think it's gonna be a while because animation just takes so much longer. Does it? I thought yeah. it was a lot faster. No, I think it's longer. I think it depends on how they they draw yeah. it. But like, the, you can do a lot of the voiceover stuff like remotely. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? All right, what if, man? Uh, that was the twentieth MCU title. Nine episodes, one season. It's all on Disney Plus, and holy cow, it's worth the watch. It's worth the rewatch. Check it out. Keep it on your list. Comes in the order after Loki, just so you know. And if you want to hear some reviews on Loki, on What If, on any of the MCU titles, head over to MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash MCU, reviews, connections, explanation videos, and of course, that ever-important watch order. So get over there and check it out. We can't wait to keep filling up that library for you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is time for the meat. Time to take a breath and talk about a 2002 hit. That's right. It's Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Stick around. We'll be right back. 
1961, the Fantastic Four returned from space and the world changed forever. Over the next year, the Earth experienced three alien attacks, the destruction of Lower Manhattan, and the reemergence of ancient gods. Super Serious 616 is the podcast that covers it all from the inside. What would it be like to live in that world? Join Ed and Mike as they ask questions no one else is asking. Is Iron Man a good use of shareholder capital? Subscribe at Super Serious 616 or wherever you get your podcasts. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. I'm your host, Logan, back here in the studio with The Giggler, here for the meat. That's right, the chunk, the sizzle. It's why you came. It's why you're here. And this week, folks, we went back in time to a year before superhero movies were as big as they are now. This is one of the OG films that got it all going back in 2002. That's right, we're talking about Sam Raimi's film version of the web slinger Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire, let's give it up. Andy, we know this film. I think we were 12, 13, and I think you said it best during the break, not a Spider-Man fan going into the film. Now you dressed up as Spider-Man as a grown adult during our Halloween special <laughs> in 2020. Why am I not wearing that? Why didn't you I not thought about me? telling you to at least bring the mask but yeah. just what I'm saying, and you, it's one of two suits, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. And we got Halloween coming up, so yeah, Matt, I'll might, bust them out. Might be, time, might be time to bust it out, but this film did it. It put Spider-Man on the map for me personally, and I think it put Spider-Man in the global map with this movie. 2002, Spider-Man, you know it. It had a budget of $139 million, made $825 million, did just fine. Directed by Sam Raimi, of course, you might know that name because he's directing Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Very exciting. Starring Tobey Maguire, Kristen Dunst, James Franco, and William Dafoe, this is the origin story of Spider-Man. The first of three films, you didn't know it at the time, this was a big experiment, and I am going to say it right now, Andy, this movie holds up. Already two applauses. We haven't even barely talked about it. Do you agree? <laughs> I 100% agree. This Did you watch, like, you watch it yesterday, today? I watched this today, and I like had a great time. Like I normally just watch this. Like there's nothing, nothing else on TV, scrolling the channels, throw it on. And it's like maybe halfway through the movie and I just finish it like this. Like I watched intently for two whole hours and like, it was so much better than, than those, those times. Like every, every little thing about it, I just appreciated like so much more now. I, I'm, I can't wait to watch the rest of these. Yeah, watch the rest, right? Go to right to two, right to three. I'm right there with you, man. Put this on with Carrie. I don't think I had seen this movie straight beginning to end probably in 10 years. And you were spot on. We were hooked. We sat and watched it like we were watching it. And I would notice that we would go 20, 25 minutes without like talking really at all or like getting up to use the bathroom. And I like I paused it at one point and I was like, all right, you doing you doing all right. She's like, this is awesome. I was like, you're spot on. This is so good. Why is it good? Let's talk about it real quick. If you don't know, spoiler alert for the film, this is the origin story of Spider-Man told exactly the way that you want it to be told. And every scene is like opening the next page of a comic book of just like, all right, here we go. Spider-Man gets his powers pretty quickly, bitten by a radioactive spider. He's got Aunt May. He's got Uncle Ben. They're kind of poor. And he's just a good little kid trying to be a, a good student, but he's he's a nerd, right? He's, he gets picked on. Flash Thompson's always beating him up, giving him business. He lives next to Mary Jane Watson, the redhead from the cartoon. I knew her. 
and she's great. Kristen Dunst is awesome in this. I love her in the role. Um, and basically the plans to go to college and be a regular dude, but his plans change on a fateful day in a, uh, in a laboratory where they take field trips for students. He gets bitten by a red and blue spider and becomes the legendary Spider-Man. The amazing. The amazing Spider-Man. So good. Right there behind you, too. Right there on the wall. See that? I'll see if I can get that on the camera. Nope. I, I do need to get my suit on. You're, you're like, for you're, one of these. you like ones. the itch. You're like, I need to get in my web shooter suit right now. Man, and I love how they do the powers in this one. He's got the sticky fingers. He can climb. He's got the spidey sense happening all the time. He catches MJ's food on the tray. Oh, I love that they didn't do web cartridges. I've always hated web cartridges in the, in the movies, in the shows. I've always been like, just make the web. They did it. He makes it with his own body. Who cares how much there is? He's not going to run out. He just shoots it. Right. There's so much. Just like who cleans it all up, though? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. And I also am like, hey, you swinging that much? You would be making way more mistakes, like getting hooked on a street lamp or a crane. Like he's pretty good out of the gate. You're right. Um, he's got spidey senses, though. So that's kind of that's his that's his secret. He's right. Kinda, yeah. Um, James Franco's in this thing and he plays the son, Harry, of uh, William Defoe is in this movie playing Norman Osborn, CEO of Oscorp, father of Harry Osborn, and Harry is getting pressured from the board at Oscorp to make this military glider suit and steroids for people work real well, real fast, and if you don't, you're going to lose the whole company. So what's he do? He tests it on himself, goes insane. The very same day that Spider-Man gets his powers. Don't know if you picked up on that. It was the same, same night. Same fateful night. Good call. Big night for New York. Good call. And he gets the steroids, and he becomes the Green Goblin. Perfectly insane. Immediately kills the scientists in the lab. Decides very quickly, I'll just uh, kill the generals that are demanding this contract from me. And then, you know what? I'll even kill the board of my company, even though my son and his girlfriend are on the balcony. Didn't care at all. That's exactly what happened. That is what happened. Hey, did you get chills again, just like you did the first time whenever Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, Peter Parker is on the ground. He's got the camera. He's taking pictures of MJ. And then he gets that Spidey sense, and the goblin comes yes. down to New York City. Everything it, about that whole scene. It was I, like you were like, a kid again. It was amazing. Wasn't that right? It was like you yeah. were a 12-year-old kid yeah. again. Yeah. I, I loved it. Like that. I, so good. Um, Fanboying out here today, I'm, guys. Big nerds. We always talk about, like, or like you said, you've called movies like perfect before. I know, and I don't. I was like, "Is this perfect?" It's, it's definitely not, but it's to me, it might be. It might be. We'll get to the rating. Uh, we'll get to how we feel about it. Um, getting close to the end here, man. Gets pretty straightforward. Green Goblin says, "Listen, you can either join me, or I'm gonna kill you." Peter Parker's like, "I'm not gonna join you." Oh, I mean, we skipped like a big part of the origin story. Uncle Ben dying. Oh yeah, great power comes great responsibility, Andy. Man, and Peter Parker, his story arc is so good, right? He's this nerdy, good kid. He's, he's usually helps his Uncle Ben paint the kitchen. Didn't this time. Because why? Because he got his powers. And he becomes kind of a kind of a dick. Yeah, he's, he's got to go wrestle. He's got to go wrestle, wrestle to get three man. grand to go get a car to impress a girl. And this is where the guy that doesn't pay him the money, he wants to get him back. That guy gets away and goes and kills his Uncle Ben, pays the ultimate price for not doing what's right. Pretty big lesson for a guy that just got superpowers, Andy. Uh, the arc is thick, and I love it, though. It's not too much. I feel like this writing just works. This is a world where you're like, this is... Like, Tobey Maguire nails it. He is very good. I agree. 
Like he was. I know he's not really in anything else, but yeah. I don't. I don't need him in anything else until couple months you think oh boy you're getting your hopes up way up now right you want to see because like this arc is so good you're like this is a spider-man you want to see grow for 50 years well that's exactly what happened when i was watching this movie i was like oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get your hopes up getting your hopes up for everything <laughs> this, all these spider-man it's, it's still two months away um so what happens next green goblin's like yeah join me or not and i'm gonna threaten your aunt may and blow her up Blow up her house. I'm gonna kidnap MJ, and I'm gonna drop a bunch of kids in a, a, a like a carrier tram into the into the water, and you got to save them both. And he does. Um, it looks amazing. All of this looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Everything. Him taking those webs and pulling the flags back and shooting himself. Him swinging for the first time. Like all of it. Like all of the powers are so legit. The suit looks so amazing. The slow motion scenes when he's in the fireplace thing and he jumps and he dodges the spinning goblin like things and the bomb like blowing up next to his face at the end. Like it in like that fight scene at the end, just the hard smashing through the brick walls and goblin coming in and like it's so violent and raw. Like it feels like that scene from Spider-Man Homecoming whenever he's like underneath all the bricks and he like he becomes very human for a moment and you can just really relate. Like he's just really like Tony McGuire is like playing this Spider-Man and Green Goblin. That's, gonna, a, that's a great connection that you oh, just made. Right? Those scenes. Yeah. Well, this is and this I really is what like that. this is what Spider-Man's all about, right? This is why Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, like this was the whole thing. Like, he is the most like you like kid that you can imagine if you like you got bit by a radioactive spider. Like it's just like you're just trying to be like this is you're just trying to be a good kid. You're trying to figure it out. Oh, and now you got superpowers. Oh, and then your uncle Ben dies like this. Oh, and now your love of your life and your Aunt May is threatened. What will you do? And, like, he has to choose that, like, I'm going to go after this goblin. And he finds out in the final moments, this is Norman Osborn. This is my friend's dad. Oops. And the dad's like, come on, Peter. William Defoe. Can we just talk about William Defoe? So good. Amazing. Playing two people, essentially, in this movie. So good, so raw. Like, you talk about somebody I'm excited to see soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Thanks. He says, Peter, come on. I, I, I'm okay. I'm not going to mess with you. Ooh, hit this thing on my wrist. My glider is going to come up and stab you in the back. Spidey sense, idiot. He flips up. Probably would have sh- kebabbed you anyway. Exactly. Right? Definitely. Kills himself. I mean, he gets hit in the waist. Right? In the waist. He's gone. He's dead. Don't tell Harry. Night, night. <laughs> Peter drops him off at the house. Spider-Man, but I killed my friend's dad, but not really. It was his fault. Harry's like, I see you, Spider-Man. I'm going to come after you. Talk about Harry, James Franco. Harry Osborn, what a dick. Dates his friend's love of his life. You're right. For no reason. He's a villain from the start. He was a bad guy from the get-go and, like, made Mary Jane, like, wear black dresses and cares about, like, his image. And he's just, like, not a... And, like, he, like, defends his dad when his dad's, like, a pig at Thanksgiving. How good is that Thanksgiving scene? Tobey Maguire sneaking in, the bleeding on the floor, the slow motion blood drop. Oh, man. Them at the table and them both like sweating and looking at each other. And he's like, a bike messenger. I got to (laughs) go. He's like, she's always going to be trash or whatever he says about MJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He sucks. Aunt May is great. A lot of stuff set up for the sequel. Here we are at Harry Osborn's funeral at the end. What's it? Norman. Osborne. Yeah, yeah. Harry is there, and he says, I vow I'm going to kill Spider-Man. MJ, 
the kiss, he just, and then takes her heart, steps on it, and walks off and says, like, I can't do it. It's too big of a risk after what happened this week. Heartbreaking? It is. And so good. It did. I did get, like, emotional a lot of times with this movie. Like, the... <laughs> <laughs> the You're scenes with like nerds. Uncle Ben, like oh. in May, like Peter, the conversation in Peter. the car. I was like, oh god, he's like, I'm not. I know I'm not your dad. He's like, stop trying to be. I've seen this ten times, and like I, it still crushed me. Every I, I told Carrie, I go, this movie sticks so well. Like him, he he's in the cage. He's like, I'm the human spider. He's like, no, 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 we're gonna call you Spider Man. I was like, this sticks so well in my head. I was like, I can see it. He's going to jump up on the thing. And then he's going to, I was like, oh, bone saw. <laughs> like, it you just, just, you remember all of it. It's all so legendary, like in its own right. Like every scene, you're like, this scene is so epic. I 100% agree. The biggest, the best cameos, though, got to go shout out to Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. That was and, bone saw, right? Yes. Yes. And Macy Gray. Macy Gray <laughs> singing at the parade. <laughs> And we get, you get a Stan Lee cameo. This movie is produced in part by Stan Lee, I believe. It's very short, I feel like. I feel like it like really flew by. I think he's like at the parade or something. Um, but man, so good. Right. Um, trying to think of any favorite parts. Like it's like it's the best. I mean, William Defoe, like in the Green Goblin talk in the mirror, like such the epic scene of him like talking back and forth to himself and how he like turns himself to the paper. Yep. Even just like everything about the movie like the like the transition scenes when he's like making up his suit like he's drawing it up and like they're like the the music mixed with like the visuals that are on screen like they just show him drawing and it like transitions to like the drawings like moving and it goes to another one like it's just so like it's just amazing it well just this was so a, good this was a time where the movies opened with like an opening sequence to help you understand what was happening so there's like webs yeah and then whenever he gets bitten the the DNA like goes into the DNA and it's like really spinning and like he's really sweating and Carrie's like wow he's really going through some changes <laughs> <laughs> like just a, like you know they really hit it on the head yeah yeah like but like you know it's also for kids too you know like, you, like this is also for young kids but like as an adult I still loved it I was like I'm fine with this You're, he had abs he, yeah he gets up and he doesn't need glasses anymore and he just looks in the mirror and he goes okay <laughs> I'm a cool guy now. I'm just better now. Just a better version of myself. Beats the hell out of Flash. Uh, learns how to shoot his webs. Uh, the go web go scene. So classic. He said Shazam too. Shazam. Shazam. And he's <laughs> just flipping his wrist. Uh, remember Mary Jane working as a waitress? Yeah. And then she's like, don't tell Harry. And I was like, don't tell Harry where you work. And also Harry's roommates with this guy. Exactly. So stupid. <laughs> There's certain things you could pick apart, like just the little things, but it's it's so good. I still like love that relationship, the upside down kiss, Andy. That was hot. It was hot. Anything else? What are we missing? Any favorite parts? Do you want to get off your chest? Are we hitting them all? I just love like you're like the, the green. The look of the Green Goblin was amazing. Helmet, but will like Willem Dafoe and himself, ultimate villain, amazing. Like I I really hope that he's a huge part of No Way Home. Like please, yes. Obviously, it's teased, but you think we'll get a, another trailer soon? I think there's probably at least one more trailer. Maybe coming with Eternals. Maybe with Eternals. or Maybe after Eternals, right? Yeah. This is typically what's been happening, right? It's like you have a Marvel title, and then there's usually like a trailer or something. It's like, you know, they're waiting on certain things to release certain things. Well, there's only two things left. <laughs> and Well, really, we're only two months away. Yeah. And we're only a month away from Eternals. Four, five, four, 
I mean, we're gonna have three weeks. No, no breaks for a long time for movies. So yeah, yeah, it'll be pretty heavy again. <sighs> oh, poor us. Yeah. We gotta talk about all these superhero films. And our and our ladies support us. Yeah, we got it so bad, Andy. Shut up. We're living the dream over here. I know. Talking about Spider Man two thousand two. Uh we loved it, obviously. Let's get your rating. Do three point six. Three point seven. Good job. <laughs> That's well really, done. Well I, done. Yeah, really well done. I really had uh, I I struggled with it too, right? You're like, is this perfect? It's not perfect. Like, if you're talking problems, there's parts that are, get a little long. There's a little scene. There's I think there's some that could have been cut out. It's a long movie. You know, I think it's, I think it's over two hours. I believe. Yeah, just over. You can only watch this on stars. That doesn't mean anything for the rating, but I realized I didn't say it yet. But the rating itself, um, yeah, a little slow at parts. You know, there's, there's just certain things that you could cut out and you just don't really need and. There's some cheesiness, some writing I felt that was a little lazy. That was because it was funny. Like that line I just said a minute ago. Also, like uh, there's a part where uh, Harry, James Franco, is up on that balcony with Kirsten Dunst and Peter's taking the picture. And Harry sees him down there. And he's like, I don't want him to see me. And he goes like, hey, uh, can do me a favor. Come with me. I forgot my drink. And I was like, that's just lazy. Because like, and no one would ever say that. And the other person would be like, huh? <laughs> yep, bye. Go get it then. Yeah, go get your own drink. I, I, like there's almost, there was like three or four lines. So like you know if you're gonna nitpick, but I mean three point seven, three point six. These are rational, reasonable yeah, scores. Not, not perfect. Not perfect. I, I, I said that earlier, but like, not seriously. Yeah, I don't know. But, All right. Uh, what did other people think of this thing? Seven point three out of ten on IMDb. Three point six out of five on Letterbox, and ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's holding up just fine. Uh. And boy, oh boy, if you haven't rewatched this thing in a while, get it on your list. We hope you did already. Hope you watched it. Uh, I watched it on Stars. It's a Sony property. So, yeah, this is like, you know, we're getting to the who owns what Sony property. It's only available on Stars for now. I did a Stars subscription for the next two months because we're going to watch the other films. Um, how did you watch it? Did you do Stars? Did you Same. Rent it? Yes, Stars. Um, but you can rent it. It's out there. I think it might also be available if you have Hulu Limited. But, man, that's Spider Man 2002, Sam Raimi. Got to give it up. We appreciate it, man. What a film. I can't wait to talk about the sequel. You can find reviews for all of these at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash Sony. That's our Sony Spider-Verse review library. That's where you're going to find Venom, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and all of these Spider-Man reviews will be tucked in there as well. So go check it out at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash Sony. Let's talk about what's coming up. That was awesome. I could do this all day. We're going to talk about the second one. <laughs> we're going to do it. Uh, what is coming up? A ton on the show. Titans, couple left. HBO, we're going to talk about it. MCU, phase four. Andy, like this new graphic I put a up? A lot of check marks. Well, I decided to help us start like keeping track of where we yeah, are. Like so we it. got phase four up here just for the rest of the year. November 5th, The Eternals. We got posters coming in from Scotty and the Mostly Superhero Squad. Uh, there's more content coming out probably another maybe one more trailer but at this point we're only a few weeks out we're at this point we need to probably get ready to buy our tickets andy i, I thought about that the other day oh, we're gonna be going to that'll see be the a beautiful imax like oh man oh yeah this thing is they've they've shot it in every kind of camera it's gonna be beautiful we got what chloe Zhao. uh super the, long movie how long is it two and a half i think i want that though because i've also read that like 60 percent of this movie is in present day and then 40 percent is like a flashback of like different eras. Yeah, yeah. And so I want to learn. I'm here for like the, you know, there's a lot of characters. Yeah, that's true. And so we need to have a lot to learn about. We're going to learn about who, how long these folks been around, why they have or have not gotten involved. 
and we're going to learn about like celestial beings and deviants. Like we're going into the cosmic realm. Like to think about what you saw in what if we're just going to keep going deeper and further and weirder. And I am for what I'm here for it. No, uh, November 5th, marker calendars. We'll be talking about it. November 24th, Hawkeye. And then of course, Spider-Man no way home this December. Holy cow. Connecting right to what we talked about today. You like that? Nice. Bit of red X. <laughs> Marking these out as we go. We stole a schedule that came from phase zero over at comicbook.com. Definitely want to give the kudos to those guys because they're the ones that got us on this track of mind to rewatch these Spider-Man films ahead of Spider-Man No Way Home. And I think it, the payoff is going to be there. We just did Spider-Man 2002. Next up, Spider-Man 2. I think we can say it will be our next episode. Is that cool with you? Fine. All right, cool. Spider-Man <laughs> 2, watch that one next, folks, and we'll keep it going. Spider-Man 3, and then we'll do the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, both of them, uh, before we get to No Way Home in December. We cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. Thanks to Phase Zero. Thanks to Brandon Davis and Comic Book for the inspiration. And uh, thanks to all Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and all the folks that made Spider-Man uh, because we're having a lot of fun talking about them so much lately. All what? right, one piece. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, what if is going to give us a, a little break here now? Yeah, that's true. I should have I should have gave like a little so. nod of the hat to what if because like we just, just talked about it for nine weeks and that was awesome. And now we'll have like a little bit of breathing room break for till November twenty fourth. Yeah, MCU. We finally get a small break, but not really because I feel like the more we talk about this, these Spider Man stuff, we're just going to be connecting. But you're right. We'll have a, at least three weeks off from titles. Yeah. Andy, did you have fun? I did. That was a good I one. Wish, I, I wish we would have got up and got some more of these. But. Yeah, I should have got a second beer. Um. I'll give you one to take home. We got one more in no, the fridge okay. from our giveaway. You can have it. A uh, little bit of personal news, just because I don't know if it'll affect the schedule this week or not. It might, but you guys know that I was in an unfortunate shower attack, me being the victim from my shower door that collapsed on me about six weeks ago today, Andy. Actually, it was six weeks ago on the day. Yeah, it was. That fateful day where I thought it was going to be another normal shower, and then I both my hands and my feet were bleeding. Okay, here we go. Since then... This hand, remember we've made jokes about my middle finger not flipping? Well, the joke's over. We're having hand surgery. A doctor's going to go in, reconnect a tendon, and I'm going to get my hand fixed tomorrow. Tomorrow. How about that? Is that some heavy news for you? You're, you're a trooper. Logan's getting surgery, but just on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> let's, not get, let's not get too dramatic, but uh, we, uh, the reason I'm telling you guys is just in case. Might end up needing a week off, but honestly, it's my hand. And I have already suffered, like, an injury here, and now this is going to be more of, like, surgery and a little bit of recovery. I'm hoping that you guys don't have, like, a lapse in anything. I'm just telling you guys because, I mean, essentially, what am I talking about here? You guys are a second family. I talk to you guys every single week, and me and Andy are bringing more and more of our personal lives into the show, and I want to make keep you apprised of what's happening in Loganville. So your positive vibes and all that, the good energies, we'll take them uh, this, it's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday, surgery. But Andy, wish me luck. And I'll let you guys yeah, know man. how it goes. If you need me, need me to help you at all, I can come be your right right hand man. You can be my right hand man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, this is my right hand. I'm right handed. I'm gonna need a lot yeah. of help with a lot of stuff. I probably need you to come stay with us for a, a few weeks. Cool. Sounds good. Um, if you make me lasagna every night, I'm in. We'll get Carrie to make the lasagna. You come over. You can be our, our day nurse or something. Uh, but no, we'll get it taken care of. And it's exciting to think of a path of getting this thing back to normal. Because the whole point is like, think about if you couldn't write or use your mouse correctly. That's what I'm dealing with right now. Yep. Small. Hey, first world problems. Very lucky to not have needed many surgeries, but I'm excited to live 
in a world and a place where it's possible. So uh, thanks to the St. Louis healthcare system. Hey, St. Louis, we don't got it all, but we got some good healthcare. Yeah, I guess we got some good, we got some good places, good hospital systems. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but anyway, I'll keep you guys apprised, keep you updated, but this was season two, man. Episode 42, just like that. A lot of stuff coming up through the end of the year and, uh, can't wait to get you in here next time, Andy. Me too. Tell Steph, Hey, for us. And, uh, we'll see you next week. I'll be there. See you this weekend, hopefully. Yeah, maybe see you before then. Listener, check us out online, mostlysuperheroes.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for supporting your favorite independent podcasts out there. We appreciate you so, so much. We'll see you next week on Mostly Superheroes. Take it easy.